Campbellini winds up and he scores! Jeff Campbellini lets a laser go from the near side circle, and the Wolverines take a 1-0 lead off the rocket, off the stick of Jeff Campbellini. I suppose our youngsters would say cornball or square. And now, CBN Radio brings you... All the broadcast uh, uh, media can do to give them a sense of flavor. It's all vegetable. It's digestible. It's delicious and nutritious, bite-sized and ready to eat. It's made with real egg formula. And here's a nice-looking record package in from New York. I woke up this morning with broadcast. WCBN. America's ace of the airwaves. This instrument is good for nothing but to entertain, amuse, and insulate. And we will soon see that the whole struggle is lost. And believing that radio has a responsibility to serve in the public interest at all times, we are turning over our facilities to the state militia trench. <laughs> WCBN FM Ann Arbor BN FM WCBN FM WCBN FM Ann Arbor WCBN FM Ann Arbor WCBN Ann Arbor A very pleasant, peaceful feeling. You relax deeper and deeper each downward count of my voice ten. Relaxing deeper, nine, letting the body gently begin to sink deeper, eight. Eight point three. Yes, it's like a, a push button radio, you see. 24 hours a day. Whether you like it or not. Oh, we're limited to a 500 mile radius now, but we're working to extend that limit. Well, excuse me, good evening, and welcome to another edition of Gray Matters, the weekly news and media talk show. My name is Dick Whaley. And I'm Jim Dwyer. And, of course, if you tuned in last week, uh, you got a preview of uh, what actually happened on Tuesday. <laughs> Indeed. We called those states pretty pretty effectively correctly. That's not proper English, but let's forget all about George W. Bush. He's uh, somewhere 
missing in action in the Cayman Islands. Anyway, I think it's just a fascinating election. I was looking at my uh, history books, and uh, there have been 15 presidents in American history that have won re-election. You'd think it would be more than that, but there were a lot of one-term presidents in the uh, mid-19th century who didn't run for re-election. And uh, two of them were assassinated in office, didn't fill out their mm. uh, whole second term. Nixon, of course, resigned. And FDR, of course, is in a sort of a separate category completely. So this puts uh, Barack Obama in pretty rare company. Um, and, of course, most of those presidents that had the two terms are on the money. <laughs> even Ulysses S. Grant. I even noted that four of them were famous generals. Uh, Certainly from this century, I think, the, uh, what is it, uh, Eisenhower, Eisenhower, Clinton, Obama, and uh, who's the other one from this century? That Reagan. Reagan. And Wilson. That. Also won okay. two terms. Two termers. Um, but the generals, of course, were uh, Washington, Jackson, uh, U.S. Ulysses S. Grant, and uh, Dwight Eisenhower. And, of course, uh, certainly three of the four are some of the most important military generals in American history, uh, particularly Big George, <laughs> the father of our country. So I suspect that in 50 years more will be written about Barack Obama and his presidency than uh, all of them except Washington, Jefferson, Lincoln, and FDR. That's our coinage right there. And this is a, a historic victory. Lots of reasons why. Uh, but I just think that it's an amazing repudiation of Republican economics uh, dating back to Ronald Reagan. Mitt Romney, for all intents and purposes, was basically trying to replay Reaganomics and the Bush economic policies. And while the economy is still kind of vague in terms of how the issues really worked, the media is very interested in the the demographics, the coalition that uh, Obama's um, developed and expanded on. I clearly think that this was a victory of ground game over air war. Uh, Mitt Romney's ads at a certain point didn't have any more effectiveness. And one of the reasons that I was confident that Obama would win Ohio is that he had three times the number of actual offices on the ground in Ohio. Hmm. Also, John Kasich, the governor of Ohio, put a very sneaky and misguided uh, anti-union thing on the ballot that was uh, repudiated big time in the last election. This is similar to Scott Walker. And this kept the Democratic coalition. This was defeated heavily in uh, Ohio. And, of course, Ohio did benefit from the auto bailout, no question about it. But as I predicted, the states that had lower unemployment rates uh, than the national average would all go to Obama. And they all did, actually, fairly easily. And, uh, you know, George Bush... Uh, probably has changed Virginia forever. Uh, Virginia has now gone Democratic two times in a row. Uh, it's interesting that Tim Kaine uh, actually got 30,000 more votes in Virginia than Obama, hmm. the Senate candidate. But I think the media is misreading quite a number of things here. First of all, the Senate is significantly more liberal than it was 
And this was a definite left of center victory. Or you could say bringing the center back to the center. Yeah, bringing the center back to the center. But look at, at marijuana initiatives passed, yeah. gay marriage initiatives passed, albeit in states probably where the uh, voting uh, constituencies were favorable for it. Alan Grayson is back in Congress. Alan West is out. The Tea Party took huge losses in this election. And quite frankly, the Republican Party is either going to have to change or they are going to disintegrate and become two parties. And I'm a little unclear where it's going to go, obviously because of gerrymandering as well as big money. The House of Representatives didn't see this big change that, that, uh, that's, that's, that's uh, I think, occurring in the electorate. I think there were a lot of factors that really helped Obama. Bill Clinton was a huge factor. And uh, just for you music fans out there, the boss is a little more effective than the Oak Ridge Boys. <laughs> Elvira. Elvira. Mitt Romney. <laughs> it rhymes. Um, by my count, almost all the Tea Party extremists uh, got beat, except Michelle Bachman. Um, One wonders if she'll be uh, chastened by this, if she'll tone it down a little bit, uh, if she's clever enough to uh, see the writing on the wall here, or if she's going to continue to uh, you know, shoot off her fool mouth in her merry way. Well, the ones that did, of course, were roundly defeated. And I think that it's good that some really good guys and women won. Uh, Tammy Baldwin, far more liberal than uh, Tommy Thompson. Um, probably a, maybe even a more liberal than uh, the senator she's replacing, uh, uh, Herbert Cole. Donnelly won in Virginia because of the Murdoch comments about rape. Elizabeth Warren, uh, probably the most liberal senator to be in the Senate other than uh, Bernie Sanders. And obviously Maine uh, flipped from the Republicans to uh, Mr. King, who's uh, going to be an independent. Murphy in Connecticut, far more liberal than Joe Mentum. We're not going to have to listen to that bonehead much longer. And uh, at the end of the day, Nate Silver and the Pew Research charitable research uh, center were much better at analyzing the polls than Gallup. And for some reason, Gallup seems to have a older, more conservative sample. Well, the uh, basis for that, I think, is the fact that they continue to uh, focus on hardline phones, which, of course, most people under probably 40 at this point uh, no longer have. They don't know what so, they are. Yeah, so that's an older that's an older crowd uh, who's being surveyed on the Gallup, and as a result, more conservative. And of course, other big losers were uh, Sheldon Adelson. How many uh, millions of dollars? Well, let's remember that he funded Newt Gingrich to the tune of twenty million dollars, kept him in the race, and that's twenty million just on the Newtster. On the Newtster, the. Uh, the man that's back on TV somehow. Then the man who's not worth 20 cents. Um, unbelievable. Remember that Newt and Rick Perry ran Bain negative ads. That's right. In the primaries. Um, Donald Trump, a big loser. Uh, Karl Rove, what more needs to be said? Well, actually, a little bit needs to be said about Karl Rove here because uh, as I watched the returns coming in uh, last Tuesday night, 
once Ohio had been called for Obama, mm-hmm. of course, the people in Chicago began to celebrate, and uh, NBC TV was the first to call it. And uh, so I thought, you know what? Let's just switch over to old Fox right now and see how they're handling this uh, particular moment. And, of course, Karl Rove had the, the full face sweat going, pink and puffy, wide-eyed and wild. He said, well, this is an irresponsible claim. Uh, this is uh, we, we shouldn't go ahead with this assertion. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got to wait until all the counties report. But then one of the other anchors on Fox said, well, the six counties that have not yet fully checked in were uh, expected to go for Obama anyway. So this yeah. is almost certainly a done deal. And then, of course, uh, he advised uh, not conceding, uh, inspiring the Simpsons to uh, comment in their Bart Simpson writing on the chalkboard thing at the beginning. Uh, Apparently, the uh, recent message on Sunday's episode was, I will not concede until Karl Rove allows me to. Ah, yes. Because Romney wouldn't concede until this Ohio matter was clarified. Of course, in the wait that it took for it to be absolutely uh, certified, uh, other states began to drop. Colorado... Sure, Iowa. And so for so. Iowa, and so it didn't matter anymore about Ohio uh, on that particular you know race to 270 anyway. So Carl uh, Rove must have had the full uh, sweat going there. Uh, one wonders how he explains his utter failure to his numerous uh, wealthy backers. Yeah, I, well, I would say Crossroads is at a crossroads. Obviously, they can pump money into a congressional race, uh, you know, a local race, and win. Uh, with with ads and disinformation, but I know Mark Hanna, who was uh, McKinley's man back at the turn of the oh, yes. 20th century, and Karl Rove is no Mark Hanna. <laughs> um, he, of course, has been talking extensively about a Republican uh, sort of wave. He's been talking about this for over a decade, and he's just completely wrong because I don't think George W. Bush even won either the 2000 election or the 2004 election cleanly or improperly. I'm still working on the strange anomalies about the 2004 election that continued to puzzle me other than Diebold. Uh, By the way, Diebold wasn't a factor in Ohio. Uh, Karl Rove might have forgotten that uh, Diebold had been replaced by some other uh, corporations uh, for good reason. Um, big money didn't win in Michigan. Um, I, of course, mentioned specifically that I think it's fairly radical to modify the Constitution simply uh, to change policy, but these uh, proposals were all roundly defeated. Uh, proposal one it was a little different, but the uh, the other proposals and Maddie Maroon uh, is is out there with Carl Rove and the super PACs. Um, no return on investment. One wonders if those guys get to write those losses off uh, on their taxes. Well, I think the first order of business in Congress should be to uh, tax uh, um, television advertising. Uh, just put what, a tax on it. Exactly. What a huge revenue stream that would represent. It would represent a revenue stream and... Uh, it might deter some of the uh, the uh, foolish money that's being thrown around by the billionaires. So the billionaires lost. And it's interesting to note that in the sort of official election returns, um, Obama carried quite convincingly a lower um, income people uh, in all states. Uh, some of these margins 
uh, people under $30,000. For instance, in Iowa, he got 68% of the vote. In Nevada, 68% of the vote. Ohio, 63%. Wisconsin, 67%. So um, it's the effectiveness of Obama's uh, communication. I think he's sometimes fallen short in a kind of a different area of what I call salesmanship. But he is a brilliant campaigner. And I think that Paul Ryan, at the end of the day, didn't help Mitt Romney much. Um, Yes, he excited the conservatives for one weekend. But it focused back on Medicare, which I don't think was a good issue for the Republican Party. I think that the media and even the whole political uh, discussion regarding Medicare and Medicaid is phony. Medicaid is a real budget buster that should be what we're talking about. Well, in a way, they're they're out of issues across the board because the whole culture wars thing has slipped through the cracks for them. Yeah. Uh, gay marriage is now widely acknowledged as perfectly fine by most Americans. Uh, the um, other issues that have concerned that wing of the Republican Party, uh, you know, uh, just have, have slipped away. Uh, the Republican candidates for the last couple of uh, elections now have talked about wanting to expand the wars into Iran, into Syria. Uh, the American people are tired of that sort of talk. And I think this is not only just... Uh, a vote of support for uh, Obama, but a repudiation of uh, Romney's meager agenda. Yeah, and, and I think that, interestingly, Romney, despite his flaws, was a significantly better candidate than John McCain for a lot of reasons. Uh, I think Sarah Palin was a serious drag on uh, McCain's uh, chances, but McCain had no chance once the economy tanked in September of 2008. He didn't understand anything about economics. Mm-hmm. You'll recall the famous... Uh, I'm suspending my campaign to go back to Washington to negotiate. And people said, well, he was in the room and he didn't say a word. And it's interesting that in uh, Ron Suskind's book, uh, Obama went ahead of McCain in, uh, I think it was the 25th of September, and never trailed. Uh, This is before the debates. Uh, But Ryan's uh, presence in the campaign focused attention back on this sort of extremist Uh, budget agenda. And Ryan, at the end of the day, ended up having credibility problems himself. Um, Obviously, he's a rising star within the so-called GOP. But I think it's strange when you get a, you know, the GOP is going to be looking at themselves for quite some time here. Oh, this has just begun. This has just begun, the the internal civil war. It's interesting that many of them think all they need to do is uh, change their position on immigration and they'll be fine. But uh, I think that the demographics suggest otherwise. They have to change on a number of issues. But I think it's interesting that uh, Joshua S. Trevino, and it might be pronounced Trevino, I'm thinking of Lee Trevino, the golfer here, who uh, was a speechwriter in the George W. Bush administration, and I'm quoting from today's New York Times, had this to say uh, um, in this debate within the Republican Party. He said, we continually crank out moderate loser after moderate loser, said Joshua S. Trevino, a speechwriter in the George W. Bush administration who now works for the Texas Public Policy Foundation, a conservative group. He said Mitt Romney was part of a, quote, pattern of Republican nominees preceded by McCain, Dole, and H.W. Bush, who were rejected by voters because of perceived inauthenticity. Um, well, there's 
<laughs> perceived is a debatable word there. I think there was a lot of inauthentic things about those candidates. And uh, I'll be cynical and say, well, who would better know a moderate loser than somebody who wrote speeches for those knuckleheads? Right. And and the thing is, is that this is 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 denial. Uh, these none of these candidates Utterly. were moderate. Um, Bob Dole was, you know, when he was the VP nominee back in 1976, he was one of the most conservative Republicans in Congress. He never changed his positions. Um, just on that issue george w h w bush changed his position on taxes so what uh you know these candidates all had different problems first of all bush uh the father uh had to deal with pat buchanan and the beginning of this kind of culture war uh schism yep that's happened within the republican party and continues to this day this is why mitt romney began shifting pivoting uh we joked around last week that he played center um, Big Bird survives. He doesn't. <laughs> Big Bird's a better center than Mitt Romney. Um, so, you know, the public at a certain point tuned out of the of the TV ad wars. Mitt Romney was still doing fundraising in October, and I'm like, dude, the TV ads aren't working. Um, your message is, you know, kind of all over the map, and you know this this idea of a last second massive media buy that he planned on of course went up in smoke with the hurricane sandy obama had a good last week of the campaign mitt romney did not mitt romney had a uh, drive for canned goods uh, which was demonstrated how out of touch inauthentic inauthentic no i i thought that was perfect authenticity i i, I commented to myself how mormon of him to raise canned goods for people in New York City and New Jersey and, and Pennsylvania that were not in need of canned goods. They were probably in need of uh, electricity. Batteries. Government. Yeah. Right. Oh, right. FEMA. Yeah. <laughs> Forgot about them. Um, so, yeah, the demographics and whatnot are, are, you know, the media will comment about that for, for quite some time. Whether this is a unique thing to Barack Obama, I... I doubt. I think that there's been a wave towards the Democrats that goes back to Bill Clinton. I think this is one of the reasons Bill Clinton worked so hard. Bill Clinton sold Obama to the public better than Obama sold himself That's true. at times. Uh, he really did. Um, I mean, he, he was going horse out there campaigning. And who can forget that, the, that women were the key, uh, really, at the end of the day. Are there any women in the crowd? No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no. So Mitt Romney uh, may be available for a stoning session. He'll hold that binder up in front of his face to uh, prevent the larger rocks from Show up their with mark. the binders. That's a, a shield that I'm sure that Davey used against Goliath at some point. Um, but, yeah, I mean, th this is a massive repudiation of the Republicans' party's agenda on um, abortion and contraception, for that matter. Yep. One female uh, Republican uh, representative said, I don't think it's about the Republican Party needing to become more moderate. I really think it's about the Republican Party becoming more modern. Okay. Well, There's I mean, an element of truth to that, that. That's common sense. I mean, uh, you remember the sort of emphasis on the faith-based 
you know, a yeah. worldview that uh, vote under biblically. The, yeah, vote biblically uh, under the uh, George W. Bush years that the faith based factor was uh, those of us on the reality side of the spectrum uh, made that argument that now some younger Republicans are waking up to. Oh, you know what? Science is good. You know, science mm-hmm. is useful. Sure. Uh, science is, at the end of the day, more important than religion, which is a personal matter. Uh, and uh, whether or not the Republicans as a whole wake up to this fact, facts are, after all, stupid things, as Ronald Reagan once observed, um, remains to be seen. Uh, of course, some of these Republicans are probably going to maintain the age-old argument that's put forward by Republicans when they lose elections, we weren't right-wing enough. Yeah, and then that, of course, is the debate that they're still having amidst their uh, the ashes of their defeat. Um, and and there are still troubling things. Uh, there are 600,000 votes in Arizona that haven't been counted as of uh, th- this weekend. Um, this is why s- some of the races in Arizona haven't been called. Hmm. There's even been a suggestion that uh, uh, Jeff Flake, who actually... Interestingly, as a Republican, is more moderate than uh, the person he's replacing, John Kyle, assuming that he wins. Uh, uh, so, I, you know, the voting lines, I think this was another big thing. The Republican Party's efforts to suppress the vote around the country. There were 38 different initiatives that were pr- promulgated by an organization called ALEC that John Nichols in The Nation magazine uh, reported on extensively, and these largely uh, failed or were shut down by the courts, forcing the Obama administration to uh, file suit. In some cases, uh, citing the voter, uh, the Voting Rights Act of 1965, um, to prevent these things from being implemented. We saw Rick Scott in Florida uh, refuse to extend early voting. People stayed in line. In fact, I'm convinced that Ohio was not called as long as it, you know, till 11.20 or whenever the official time was, 11.18 or whatever, because there were so many people still in line. And the the media has now agreed not to call states when people are still waiting in line. Um, whether they adhere to that completely is unclear. But the early voting uh, must proceed forward. We can't have these uh, dysfunctional elections in, in the so-called greatest democracy in the history of human civilization. We're the laughing stock of the world. What, the way these elections uh, are, are conducted with these, with thirteen thousand different county and local jurisdictions, and all the problems uh, with the voting uh, process that really are not modern whatsoever. So, yeah, let's see if the Republican Party becomes more modern. Uh, I wouldn't count on it. Yeah, well, you know, you have to think that these attempts to suppress uh, voting, uh, really the the most basic participation uh, that, that most citizens will ever participate in. I mean, let's face it, most of us are never going to run for or hold office. Uh, but voting is, of course, something that uh, we're all told by our Teachers in school is something that's very important to do. Uh, I don't remember the last time I waited in lines this long. Uh, of course, Michigan had a number of proposals on the ballot. It was a lengthy two-sided ballot. Uh, but uh, you have to think that uh, 
their attempts to suppress votes uh, becomes itself a publicity point for voting against Republicans. Yeah, and I, th- I think that there was a backlash against it to some degree. Uh, there may be some significant uh, empirical evidence that comes out eventually that shows that there was a lack of enthusiasm on the Republican side. Uh, I'm uh, uh, unclear of that, but I, I think that what's interesting is that in the New York Times CBS poll dated August 1st, in which this is pretty decisive, in Florida, this is the the polling shortly before Paul Ryan was selected, Obama was leading in Florida 51 to 45, in Ohio 50 to 44, in Pennsylvania 53 to 42. Those are pretty decisive leads. And when you look even at um, the debate about the economy, uh, in all three of the states, including Florida, um, there were majorities that said the economy is better or the same, not worse. So Mitt Romney's economic message at the end of the day was phony. (laughs) It just wasn't true. And while things are not performing spectacularly under Obama, I thought one of the great ironies of the whole campaign was that Obama had extended the Bush tax cuts. Yeah. In fact, that's at the heart of the upcoming so-called fiscal cliff debate. Frankly, I hope Obama forces the Republicans to modify their position on the taxes on the rich. Well, one thing that poll after poll has shown is that uh, across the board, uh, most Americans are in favor of increased taxes for the rich. Even yeah. the rich. Even the rich, and, and in some cases, even themselves. And as, as uh, Major Garrett put it on, on a show that I heard, he pointed out that Obama's the first uh, candidate since Harry Truman in 1948 to actually run on raising taxes. Um, it's time for the president to sharpen the veto pen and not cave in. Who cares if we go over the fiscal c- cliff? We'll get the, def- the, the cuts to the Pentagon that absolutely have to go forward. And the Republicans shouldn't be complaining they're in favor of these other cuts. Right. So that's the balanced approach. We'll see how that develops over the next couple of weeks. Um, I think it also demonstrates, once again, the failure of our whole system where the, the, everything is kicked down the road. And then right. all the important decisions are going to be made in a lame duck session of Congress that's going to be uh, very different from the Congress that's, uh, that, that's coming up in uh, January. And this is not effective democracy. This, in fact, kicking the can down the road is probably why the Republicans didn't suffer more losses uh, in the House. Uh, That and gerrymandering and um, big money, in some cases, that can be poured into certain races. So, you know, I also think that the Democrats uh, won. uh, Biden and Obama did win the last three debates, including the foreign policy debate. Uh, Romney was just simply not convincing in that debate whatsoever. So I don't think the, Ryan even got off the ground in the debates, really. Yeah. I mean, he stuck to his uh, t- uh, talking points. And let's face it, some good guys won. I'm a big fan of John Tester, even though I disagree with him on some things. He's authentic. Um, Sheldon Brown is a good guy. Bill Nelson's a good guy. He won easily. Uh, Sheldon Whitehouse in Rhode Island, another good guy. And uh, Claire McCaskill. Uh, one against the Mr. Aiken fellow in Missouri. He had no chance. No. Well, chances abound here on WCBN FM Ann Arbor, which is the station you are listening to. We thank uh, Andrew for engineering once again this evening. 
Uh, Jerry Mack will be coming up shortly with uh, Yazoo City Calling. Uh, we saw him uh, pop his uh, album up in the in the window, so I know um, he's uh, getting ready to go. So, 